Well, the Premier introduced an Alberta sovereignty within a United Canada Act resolution to protect Alberta from the federal government's proposed net zero electricity grid regulations. And you know what? We decided, okay, we've been hearing from everybody, but we need to hear from somebody with the party that uh, pushed this forward. And joining us is the Minister of Affordability and Utilities, Nathan Newdorf. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. I know it's been pretty crazy this afternoon for you. No problem. Thanks, Bryn. Great. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. No problem. Uh, Okay, so you had to rush off to the floor. We were going to talk to you about a half an hour ago. So what happened today? Well, that was private members' business on Monday afternoons, and there was a motion that uh, ended up in a division, which means uh, everybody gets the bells rung and, and comes back to the House for the vote. So that uh, appreciate you giving me a little bit extra time to, to do that, that business in the House. No problem. And everything went through, right? Is that how, how it worked on the vote? Well, that was, uh, I believe that was uh, an NDP motion uh, that was that was voted on, and yep. uh, I think that one didn't proceed. And then uh, we're now on to a... Uh, government private member uh, bill, and we'll see where that one see, goes. See where that in one goes. The minutes ahead. Gotcha. Okay, give us your assessment on everything that's happened here over the last. Well, I guess we could go back further than the last few days. This has been coming for a while, but give us your assessment on everything that's gone on today. Sure, you bet. Uh, I'm very proud to stand with the premier and our team on putting forward a motion under the the Sovereignty Act within the Sovereignty within the United Canada Act. And uh, it's really important for Albertans to know that this is about protecting our private uh, industry and generation and that other provinces have a lot more freedom to respond to the federal government because it's all governed by uh, Crown Corporation, which we don't have in Alberta and hopefully we won't need to have. But we do need to structure our market so that we can we can protect those investments. Because when you're talking about electricity generation, it's, just, it's not just a couple thousand dollars, right? It's, it's can run into the billions of dollars and it takes if we want to keep our electricity prices down it takes many many years to gain that money back and the, the pressure from the federal government is just to accelerate that which is what we're trying to avoid high electricity prices today is the speed of this the way the federal government was moving was that the biggest issue or are there are a lot of little issues here and it just all added up to this I think it's a little bit of both. The predominant thing, as our Premier said uh, multiple times, is we actually want the same goal, uh, a very carbon-neutral future, and we're just arguing about time frames. And, and here's something to put in perspective for you that we're really frustrated. If we were able to just miraculously say we had the money to build a, a conventional nuclear site and everybody agreed that that was the best way to go, and it might be, uh, it would take eight to 12 years under the current federal regulations to get approval to start building. And and then it would take another six to 10 years to actually build it. And that's why the 2035 timeframe is, is so frustrating is because we actually want the same thing. We want a less carbon intensive electricity grid. We're just asking for the time to do that affordably and with good planning. And, and that's kind of it in a nutshell. So obviously there's not a lot of discussion between the feds and the province on this one. What do you think the response will be in Ottawa? I I know it's kind of hard to project, but how do you think they're going to respond to this? Well, we've heard a couple different things out of them. They're bewildered or they're they're, uh, surprised or or whatever their response may, may fully be. Right. The, the, the challenge is, is that we're talking at a different level. We, we bring them things and we, we send in the uniqueness of the Alberta grid and then they send something back that 
it might work in Quebec or it might work in Ontario or it might even work in BC because they have a BC Hydro and it's most of their electricity is from dams. Well, well, that's not the case here in Alberta. And we saw it most recently with the carve out for Eastern Canada on heating oil. And we're going, well, that's, that's wonderful for Eastern Canada that they don't have to pay the carbon tax on, on heating oil because that's what we've been saying for years. But if the carbon tax is meant to get people off high-intensity greenhouse gas-emitting fuels, then why did you do that? Why didn't you just help them switch over to natural gas, which is way less emitting? And why didn't you provide an exemption for Alberta on the carbon tax? But they didn't, and they don't understand how it works in that 70% of our grid is on natural gas generation right now. And we're working towards blending hydrogen fuel into that, which lowers emissions. But the technology is still a lot of years out and you don't just switch it next week right it takes time to do that and again that's what it really boils down to is an understanding of how alberta is unique in a sense and the time that it takes to actually introduce and build this technology into our system i call it cold turkeyism where people think we can just flip flip a light switch and just do this it just takes time it's got to be helpful when you see the supreme court siding with alberta on a few things to be able to go this route i guess yeah, absolutely it does, and and that's where we're actually basing the Sovereignty Act upon the Constitution of Canada, which completely grants provinces the, the jurisdictional authority to run an electricity system. That's what we're saying. Like, this is our responsibility. Here's our plan. We want to get to net zero, and the only reason we're taking a little bit longer is because we want to make sure that the people who pay for it, which is Albertans, it's done in a responsible and affordable way uh, and to make sure that we get there. And we've got some terrific plans coming up in the future on how we can more fully utilize the, the natural resources that we have in wind and solar. We just have to make some corrections in our market so it can can account for their unique characteristics, whether they be intermittency. I mean, we know that the sun doesn't shine at night, so but we still need electricity at nighttime. How do we manage that? We can make those those corrections in our market we just need the time to do it responsibly. So, Nathan, what's up next? Who, who's got to speak next? Is it the feds or is it further uh, conversation with the province? Well, I think I think we are waiting to hear their responses. We feel that this is important to inform Albertans, so we're going to go through uh, lots of hours of debate in the legislature, and I'm sure that will all be reported on. I think there you'll hear uh, pros and cons and criticisms of it, but we're, we're willing to walk through the the transparent process of the legislative assembly and uh, hopefully people will become more informed about the complexity and nuances of our Alberta electricity grid and we look forward to sharing that with them. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us and we'll let you get back to uh, the next vote. Thanks so much Ben, really appreciate it. All right, there you go. Nathan Newdorf, the Minister of Affordability and Utilities with the province of Alberta.